Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to episode 54 of the Women's Running Podcast and our 19th workshop. I'm Esther Newman, editor of Women's Running, and today I'm back chatting with Holly Taylor, digital editor of Women's Running. We have some very big things to talk about in this workshop. Holly has had a grim time of it, but in true Holly style was more than happy to talk about everything with me here. Obviously, it's not all grimness because we do tend to stagger off at very peculiar tangents. So we start by chatting about the crap emails we receive and by banging on about Duran Duran. This is just the way we roll, so you'll have to bear with us until we get to the meat and potatoes of this podcast. I left it in because I want to start the controversy right here. Wham! Better than Duran Duran? Discuss. We also talk about other good things to run to, including, and this is a new and exciting one for me, running to musicals. Then we fess up that neither of us made it to the start line of our race that we'd booked in for mid-August. And we explain why that is. For me, it's mundane injury stuff, very blah, blah, blah. For Holly, though, it was an altogether different experience that stemmed from her mental health taking an almighty and scary plunge. So we talk about that here, what her experience was, how she bolstered herself, what she's done to bring herself upwards again, and joyously how the methodical nature of running has been one of her valuable tools during this period. We also talk a lot about yoga, how we both furtively say namaste, like imposters, how we like a sweaty session, whether Haribo would be good yoga fuel, and that while we love it, we actually haven't done any yoga for blooming ages, and we need to get our collective asses in gear. Now let's get to it and give Holly a cuddle. Podcast listeners can claim the best discount we have for membership to Women's Running, which is 35% off. That's less than two ninety five a month. And for that, you get our brilliant magazine and you also get loads of money off the sorts of stuff you love like kit, nutrition and class memberships. Go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter WRPod at the checkout for your discount. Happy running. 
quite realise sometimes the magazine that we work for, no. but I do get quite a lot of exclusive pictures of oh, yeah. whoever it is. Yeah, I get that. And I get um I think there is there is another annoyingly, as I think I might have told you, there is another journalist called Esther Newman. And she's yeah. way younger, which not great. Um, but she's also her already. There I know. We- totally no she's probably very very nice if she's a listener i'm sure sure she's lush but she um she works on more lifestyle stuff so i get stuff that are like you know hey esther i've read your thing on refinery 29 and i'm like i don't write no yeah then i had to google stalk to find out who she was and it's like oh yeah there you are you're young and stuff it's really irritating (laughs) i get because i used to work on the music magazines i get things like of you know, like Duran Duran, new re-release of <laughs> classic thing or whatever. <laughs> and I ignore them because I go, that's not of interest to the audience that we work with at the moment. And then um, and then they do serious like follow-ups, like yeah. where is the story about Duran Duran's thing? And I feel slightly guilty having to turn around to them and go, I don't think women's running necessarily. There may well be people who'd be very interested. I have to say, I have to say, I would be one of those audience members. I mean, it depends on what the re-release is, obviously. Yeah. Not not yeah. not their their later more experimental stuff, yeah. but if we're if we're but stuck in the kind of Rio know. era, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there may well be people who would be buzzing for that kind of story, but I don't feel as though it quite fits the brief of yeah. women's. Although well, to be honest, I was never trendy enough to like Duran Duran. Really, not particularly. I was definitely more of a wham girl, and I tried mm-hmm. to kind of dampen that enthusiasm for wake me up before you go go down when I was um in the late 80s but and and try to learn lyrics to mm. the more complex Duran Duran stuff but never just mm. never I never got it actually it was I'm early 80s trying to pretend that my I, I think that is the final stage of owning yourself isn't it that is <laughs> yeah. accepting accepting that, yeah that the music that you listen to is not cool yeah I, I i really tried i really really tried, I tried you, know, to. you can't pretend to you know when you hear the first opening bars of club tropicana i mean it it gladdens the soul yeah you know yeah <laughs> especially if you're doing something like running i think i'm not going to listen to like i i like a, a moody indie thing sometimes but mm-hmm. <sighs> Only really if somebody can see I'm listening to it and they're going, oh, my God, she's so cool. <laughs> Not really on my own. Not on your um, own, no. <laughs> that's just, like, you know, that's what I, I did. that. joy. Yeah, joy. I musicals. I remember. I yes. All oh, the oh my most God. cheesy, yes. cheesy tight. That's what <laughs> I want when I'm running along or. I did that. I um, I think it was it, on, on the second half marathon I ever did. So way back way in the misty mists of time. I remember trying to I I remember googling what's the best music to run to and I as a result of that search I downloaded an album of music of which I have now completely forgot what I know is that it was like dance music and um I I, I'm ever so sorry to people that like dance music but I loathe it I loathe it too uh, for for two hours that's what I listened to and it was just really and I had my worst ever half marathon result which wasn't all related to that. I did no training, but also I had to put up with that. The following year, I downloaded um, the best of Erasure. 
And I listened to that on repeat and it was brilliant. It was absolutely yeah. brilliant. I even sang when I was running. I just remember yeah, going, oh, Lamo. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes do as well. I really like the perfect combo for me is a a musical or an album that really sort of takes you on a on a journey mm-hmm. because then you get the dual combo of music nice relaxing distracts you from your running also story so you're hooked into the i love a hamilton or something that takes me about two and a half hours to get through that's a great idea also telling me a story so it's a bit like a cross between an audiobook and a playlist yeah but Mm. a sing song as well yeah sometimes i do burst into song oh my god so i could do um like what are my favorites my fair lady you could do my fair lady oh then you're on the journey of a life oh i'd love that <laughs> just you wait henry higgins just you wait oh be great i'd love it i'm getting married in the morning <laughs> honestly i can keep on going <laughs> it's joy i love it oh i love it hartford hereford and hampshire and nobody knows you're running past and they think, oh, she's probably listening to some incredibly cool, where she's really <laughs> thought about the BPM yeah, or whatever. And, and you're not. I'm, yeah. I'm listening to Consider Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I hadn't even thought of Oliver. Amazing. Yeah, Oliver, I might do, I might do Oliver next time actually. Oliver would be great. Mary Poppins would be great. Mary you Poppins. Do, yeah. Oh. What other music? It makes me feel quite Forty Second Street. I, I, I loved. I remember seeing Forty Second Street when I was little, which is kind of lesser known, but it did have. Um, uh, what's the money song? A tap dancing on coins in it. Oh. Um, uh, what's a, a famous musical song about money? Uh, not it's a rich man's world. No, what? not that no, one. That's Fiddler, is that Fiddler on the Roof? That might be a different musical song. No, about that, that can't be Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> no, I think it is. No, not a rich man's world. I've got honestly. I'm going to Google while I'm doing this because. Okay. Right. So. <laughs> no, no, gonna... no, the one I'm thinking of from Fiddler on the Roof is <laughs> "If I Were a Rich Man." There we go. That's what I'm thinking that's of. It. That's what I'm thinking of. Rich man's world, but I can see why you might have been there. I got rich man. What Abba? Young coins. Yeah, that was Abba. That was Abba. Which yeah. actually probably is now in a musical song because there's bloody loads of Mamma Mia's, aren't there? Yeah, but it wasn't that song. It was a sort of classic kind of 1940s, um, kind of musically kind of. Um, we're, we're in the money. We're in the money. That's my tap dancing noise. Dancing ones would actually probably be quite good. Maybe I'll do Guys and Dolls or something next time. Yeah. Yeah, of a two step. Oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. And then, oh, and I could do Singing in the Rain. Oh, love Singing in the Rain. I love, I just, I love running to musicals. Here I go. This is my confession to the That's world. That's your confession. Your name is Holly yeah. Taylor and you love dance, running to musicals. To musicals. And what a good idea. Musicals. What a good idea. We'll do that. We can update each other next time on what mm. we ran to. Well, I'm still running to books, although I'm not running mm. at the moment. But I think let's, um, 
Shall we talk about all of that? Because yesterday, oh, yesterday, not the day that we, yeah. <laughs> so yesterday was the day that you were going to do your ten k. I was going to do my half, and I was just speaking personally, really laissez faire about it. I just mm-hmm. thought it's fine. I've been doing a long run of somewhere between ten and fourteen miles every weekend since January. Yeah. Um, so it was I thought yeah whatever mm-hmm. I was like whatever you know yeah, this will be fine and actually I, I also thought it's I just want to do it because I wanted to go on the, I'd never run that route before I want to discover the route um I love the way in which um the races have been organized I like them they they seem to do a really nice job mm-hmm. I was just really looking forward to it really looking forward to it um Me too. yeah and I know you were too so Neither of us, neither of us did it. Neither of us ah. did it. Paul, oh, do you want to go first? I'll go first if you want. Um, go. I had a breakdown. Oh, Holly <laughs> It was Taylor. all a bit weird. I basically, um, it's quite ironic, isn't it? Because I think the last time that we got together and recorded a pod, we were talking about mental health. And we I was quite confidently saying that I'd surprisingly weathered the storms of lockdown and things quite well. And I was feeling quite smug about how I'd managed to be on top of things. And generally I'm quite good at reading my own emotions and understanding where my headspace is. And I tend to think of myself as quite good at at, at analysing my own thoughts and at knowing, knowing why I might be feeling a certain way, but completely out of the blue, two weeks ago now, wasn't it? Mm. Um, I, it was over a weekend that I just started getting this thing that I thought was a physical illness to start with Mm. because my, um, heart would start racing. And I had this horrible thing where I was focusing on my breathing and my breathing would quicken as my heart rate did. And then I would focus on my breathing and not be able to get out of my head of sort of focusing on it was almost like having to manually breathe. I couldn't get back to a place where I could just forget about my breathing and carry on my day. It was like mm. I was constantly kind of in this state of, of worrying about my breath and, and manually breathing for myself. Um, and so I thought to start with something must be badly wrong. I must have high blood pressure or I must be having a heart thing or something mm. to the point where I was like, had a, quite a few moments over that weekend where I thought, should I call 111? Should I go to the hospital? I don't know what's going on. Um, and then I spoke to a doctor and she was pretty confident that it was just anxiety um, and suggested that I spoke to, it was actually all really good. So it was all through the NHS that I did all of this. I didn't have any private, I haven't so far had any private help with it. Yeah. Um, and um so she suggested that I did this talking therapy thing that is probably available in most people's local areas. Mine was a Bath and Northeast Somerset one, and it's just like a helpline mm-hmm. where you set up a session to chat with someone. And that completely turned it around because I wasn't really aware of, of what was going on. I just felt like I was in a sort of nasty, horrible state of constant panic. But my partner Doug was telling me that it was sort of going in phases where it was like every 15 minutes I was having a panic attack oh god it was just really relentless and honestly it came on like the flu or something it just was it came out of nowhere and knocked me for six 
And so I, I, I didn't understand that it could possibly be a, a mental thing. I thought there must be something physically going on. So I had a session with this talking therapies thing and she completely, that was the turning point really, because yeah. I didn't have to worry about it being a potential physical issue anymore. She was, she was really confident in explaining to me that it was this thing called panic disorder and it's something like 0.5 to 1% of the population have got it. So that already. I've never it. heard of that panic disorder. No, I've never heard of it either. And I probably shouldn't admit that because I am supposed to be the mental health first aider for our company, <laughs> but I've never heard of it either. I think yeah. it's a sort of slightly rarer sub thing of, of general anxiety disorder or yeah. it's generalized anxiety disorder um, where my body kept releasing too much adrenaline and then I was and it was in this going in this vicious cycle of me going oh that doesn't feel right mm. and then my breath would quicken and then I would go well, that really doesn't feel right that's not usually how I breathe and then it would get worse and it was just going in this nasty vicious cycle of, oh, god of that sounds horrible yeah completely bizarre it was really really weird but knowing immediately knowing what it was, getting help and speaking to a, a proper therapist about it, who yeah. tell me immediately what it was, sent me loads of information about it. Then I knew because a big part of the panic was around my, the health. Then that I thought, what's going on? I must, I must surely be dying. Mm. Um, and as soon as she kind of reassured me, no, you're not. There's absolutely no danger in hyperventilating or breathing too quickly or your heart rate going up a little bit. You just need to sit with it and it will go away so as soon as I kind of realized that it wasn't dangerous that there was nothing bad happening to my body mm. then I was able to kind of get out of it and I've, I've been much better I think it's been um probably been days since I've had an actual panic attack and it's only every so often that I notice the breathing interestingly I mm. find all this very interesting because I like brains but um I, she told me that because the, the, the big reason I thought there must be something physically wrong was the fact that I kept noticing the breath and I thought I wouldn't be noticing it if it was normal. Mm. Surely something about it is abnormal. And then she sort of explained that we've got this thing in our brain called what she described as a super scanner. I'm sure that's not what it's medically referred to. <laughs> yeah. as, but, um, she described it as that. And that when we have got heightened anxiety or our perception is heightened and we focus on specific things. So mine was obsessed with my breathing then. Mm. And so every few minutes I'd be able to get out of the breathing thing, start to relax. And then it would pull me back by sort of being hypersensitive to any, any changes or anything that was going on. And, and that was why I had that weird thing of sort of almost feeling like I had to manually breathe. There mm. wasn't anything wrong with my breathing, but it was just that my brain kept telling me to focus on it. Very weird very very weird oh, strange how's and how are you feeling know, now much better much better I mean it's still the times where I um notice it which is very good for my lifestyle because the times that I notice it is things like just sitting and watching telly in the evening or scrolling on Instagram or whatever because mm. I'm not so I find it more difficult to concentrate on those things and I'm not so distracted so I've really had to focus on doing things like puzzles and incredibly geriatric activities um, <laughs> I love it 
<laughs> so it, it kind of what mindful type yeah stuff. mindful stuff so i've been doing a paint by numbers oh my god i used to love those oh my yeah. gosh it's so fun i love it <laughs> uh, i've been making lots of weird stuff like i made a, a a sort of garland thing for our bedroom out of wool that doug was like oh, oh how nice oh. <laughs> <laughs> because i just need things to do with my hands while i'm I'm going to try and learn to knit. And then another one that has been excellent, of course, has been exercise and running. I mm. think um, I have supposed to have been doing yoga. I've not been very good at doing yoga, but I've more been doing gentle jogs and long walks and stuff. But that's really good for me because obviously running does increase your heart rate and mm-hmm. make you breathe slightly quicker. And so the the breathing thing that I was panicking about, I don't notice it when I'm running because it feels that feels normal. That's what usually yeah. happens when I run. Yeah. So that was has been a real saviour. But it has meant that um, I was because this is where we all I've gone off on one, haven't I? This is where what the original question was, which is why yeah. did I skive yesterday? Um, and the answer to that was just that I've been doing super, super gentle jogs. I haven't wanted to put any pressure on the distances that I need to be running because yeah. um, I just want to use it as therapy at the moment. Mm. And um, and as a, yeah, as a kind of therapeutic activity. And I thought the idea of a start line and waves of people and people spectating and Mm. having to be there at a certain time and having to commit to a certain distance even if I wasn't feeling quite right and that that probably wasn't the best thing to do at the moment but I'm definitely super keen to rebook a 10k before because currently that means that our next thing or no my next thing you've got Mm. much more exciting coming up but my next thing is next March um which is a half marathon mm-hmm. so I think um an October November 10k would be really good for me to try and book in so that I've got something where hopefully I'll be at a point where I can I feel like I can train towards it and I can focus on that yeah and I can yeah make up for it a little bit which I know isn't a thing that one needs to do with running it's for fun but yeah it is I'm it is. a little bit of a swat and now I feel like I've missed my exams and I need oh. to do my retakes <laughs> oh god and I, I feel like I feel like well I, I don't think either either neither of us are, are medical professionals and there's no way that we could have picked up on any of this before a medical professional did mm. but that said I feel like there were some warning signs just in our podcasts. If we had to re-listen to our podcasts, mm. the amount of times where you talked about being really worried about doing that race, about being really worried about the waves, about being worried about coming last. Yeah. All of that stuff, which I then I thought naively that you would feel better once you'd adjusted the, because you were going to do a half to begin with. And once you'd readjusted it to a 10K, I thought, oh, maybe that's taken off the pressure a little bit. Um, and once you realize that, you know, other, but I just remember all that time that we've had podcasts and I, I was, I, there were kind of several things that I had to say to you in order to make your face not look, look anxious. I have a wobbly lip. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we, yeah, maybe we should have cancelled it a long time ago, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe, but I think, I don't, I, I think you're right that there were probably warning signs, but I didn't really know until it happened that it was going to happen. I think it was an accumulation of things. Mm. You were definitely right that I was nervous about the race, but I think also it, you weren't wrong to think that reducing that from the half to the 10K, that like I did feel a huge weight off my shoulders once I did that. And I thought I can run a 10K 
mm-hmm. without any stress whereas a half marathon I was nervous about factoring in all the training time for long runs and stuff yeah, yeah. um but I think it was lots of things I think the the big thing for me was being the, the difference in life pace between being in the throes of the pandemic and then not mm-hmm. what well, I was just doing I was doing too much I was doing too much and so um I've been trying to sort of do things still because I like it's it's good distracting myself and having a bit more of a healthy routine where I'm not doing too much sitting around and making sure that I'm keeping myself busy and drinking too much and all sorts of those boring things but also um yeah not not forcing myself to do to do too much because my weekend suddenly became seeing every single person that I'd not managed to see over the last 18 months and yeah I think I think that was big a big trigger for it as well so I think there were quite a lot of things but I don't think it hugely matters now I think something weird triggered my brain to start behaving weirdly and now I've worked out how to deal with it by talking firmly to myself and so I think it I hope it doesn't mean that it would start happening again if I booked another race and I hope that I would be able to use that to kind of focus and that would be my well maybe it'll be an interesting thing to do perhaps won't it to um to as as a little kind of mental health experiment to see what Mm. happens if we booked in for the gentlest of races and now what I'm thinking is um because I'm going on holiday for a couple of weeks but maybe when I come back if you fancied doing a park run oh I'm so up for doing a park run yeah well why don't we do a park run yet no. Which I think is is actually pretty disgraceful for to well, saying that your turn because you've got a very valid excuse about um, why you didn't run yesterday, because it's not disgraceful for you. No, well I've just come back from the physio this morning, actually. Mm. Um yeah, I've got a catalogue of physical injuries. Um and, and and so like, yeah, about the six weeks ago I started getting some kind of um niggly things in my right leg um, and it was quite it was it really was on the niggle end of the spectrum but when I I decided to book I decided to be a good girl and book him with a, a physio to try and nip it in the bud um, and I saw this you know lovely chap and uh, anyway he sort of basically fixed that side of me and it t- but it did it did take a few weeks for that to sort of subside so anyway um, cut to about I'm going to say it was about two and a half weeks ago. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't even put this into the equation, actually. It was only when I was talking to him today. So I went there today with a calf injury um, on my other leg. Um, and he was getting me to walk around so he could check my my feet, my gait and all this sort of thing. And halfway through the walking around, he said to me, oh, can you take your shoes and socks off just so I can have a... And I was like, oh, I said, as I was taking my socks off, um, <laughs> so I was slightly embarrassed about this, but I've got a massive bruise on my right foot because I dropped a book on my foot about two oh, and a half no. weeks ago. And up until that point, he'd been saying to me, what happened to you? What, what Have you changed your shoes in the last two weeks? Did you change your running style? Did you, have you gone faster? Have you done hills? Have you done, you know, been wearing wigs? And I was like, no, 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 just doing the same stuff in the same shoes, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, right, okay. And I have, I have this bruise on my foot which I can't, sh- I'm not, am I athletic enough to show you? No, I don't think oh. I am. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> spectacular. Actually, I will show you because it's amazing. Hang on a minute. 
wait there and describe in words what you now see. I will. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. She's stepping away from the mic and removing her sock. <laughs> Can you see that? Oh, it's difficult in the light. It, right. Is it is it sort of greeny bluey at the moment? Oh, oh, it's huge. Okay, I couldn't make it out because it is the whole foot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my whole foot is largely kind of greeny blue anyway. And it, then you add a bruise on, it, it's like mm. it's currently very greeny blue, and it does look quite swollen. Yes. Yeah, that, um, it, look, it looks big. So yeah, so I dropped. I dropped probably one of the biggest books biggest hardback books it's it's honestly it's about it's a3 mm. it's hardback it's a picture book and i dropped that on my foot um corner down <laughs> about oh. two and a half weeks ago Ooh. yeah it me, that's like a stepping on lego feeling. oh it was awful oh. and bearing in mind i'd effed and jeffed in front of ted just two days before all i did with this one was just go <laughs> <laughs> but he gave me the evils because te- I was putting Ted to bed at the time and I was like right shan't finish that word um and I was fine and then it grew into this spectacular bruise and I was like well it's just a bru-. And, and so spectacular that I keep on whipping my socks off and showing people and going look at that bruise it's yeah. amazing it's easily generally as well because I am the kind of person that oh. a moth could land on my thigh and I yeah yeah a like a peach. Bruise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely um so yeah, it looks it looks gruesome, but I was quite proud of it. Badge of honour kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so physio this morning has said, ah, <laughs> okay, that's way more swollen than you thought it was. I thought it was fine. So um, I ran on it. Um, well, I immediately, like within two days, I went for a uh, an 11-mile run. Um, but I could feel my left hand so the, the bruises on my right foot I could feel my left hand calf seizing up sort of thing on mm-hmm. that run um but I finished it and it was kind of okay and stuff and then did a couple more little runs and then I went out for a six mile run and it my calf basically sort of just went I could feel it cramping uh, so it wasn't it wasn't a pop it wasn't it wasn't a tear um but I could feel it cramping up and then it just made me just you know, I just hobbled through that run. I hobbled through a couple more runs, basically, you know, just exacerbating it, not realizing that that's what I was doing. Um, anyway, so yeah, physio this morning has just said, right, it's not a tear, which is big thumbs up because that's weeks and weeks and weeks. He's told me no running for a couple of weeks now. Um, and he said it is all to do with my foot that I've been compensating. And, um, he doesn't think it's even the calf. He thinks it's the kind of, uh, ligament down the side or whatever and it's because of a of running slightly on on to the left kind of thing to try and avoid that yeah. bruise. and I can't even feel the bruise when I run but he's saying that he can actually see the difference in the way that I'm walking when I'm walking no. because of it's the, I can't push off as well as I would normally do with mm-hmm. that foot so I can't feel that at all I can't feel that that doesn't feel painful but um yeah, somehow, your body knows more than it. Yeah, you know, crafty, crafty body. Yeah, crafty body. So it's, body. Yeah, so it's overcompensating. <laughs> it's given me this annoying thing on the left hand side. Anyway, so what that has meant is that this weekend I should have been doing between fourteen and fifteen miles as my long, and last weekend I should have done thirteen ish, and I've done none of that. Um, so I am 
very behind with my marathon training. So I'm beginning to think, well, no, actually, I mean, my physio this morning said, no, don't, don't do it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> because it, it's another two weeks off by which stage in two weeks time, I should be heading for my longest runs. Really. I should be getting up to about 17. So when is the, is, is it beginning of October, or end of September? Beginning is the, the 3rd of October. 3rd so of October. yeah. So what so you basically I'm, would be not able to have a proper taper time if you. No, no so I'd, I'd either wouldn't reach. I mean, you know, I'd want to be at, at, at least 18 before mm-hmm. I tapered and I'd want at least two weeks taper. And it just doesn't give me the chance to move up through the mileage in a sort of safe way. Um, so I think I'm just going to have to knock it on the head Aww. and, um, you know, aim for a spring marathon instead, yeah. which I think that annoys me more than anything else because, um, unlike pretty much everyone else I speak to, I like running in the summer and I hate running and I do it in the winter because it makes me get out of bed and stuff. Yeah. Oh, see, I, but I, I can't bear it. Yeah. Everyone is apart from yeah. me. I, I like, like yeah no but then I you are very cold hands and feet yeah it's the coldness I get so yeah. so cold and I don't even with my hands they become immediately painful because yeah. I have Raynards and my feet I don't I think I have it worse in my feet and I've never even realized until the last couple of years it's worse in my feet the cold yeah because I, because I don't even notice it because they go numb so it's not until I get chillblains the day after they start itching oh. up the day after and it's like oh yeah, yeah they they had a bad time too so yeah it's the pain it's also because I fall over loads and when it's icy it terrifies me you know yeah. I, I start running in a really stupid way which would make me get injuries anyway but also would probably make me I don't know, make me slip over more because I'm kind of like cantering rather than running or something. Anyway, I'm just, I'm just a burk when it comes to running in the winter. I really don't like it. So, um, but anyway, 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 anyway. So I, I just need to take a break from it, um, and do other stuff, which kind of annoys me. It's it's only at these points where I'm like, why did I get rid of my bike? Yeah. Oh. Oh, That wouldn't be my um, alternative. I am awful at riding a bike. Really, really bad. Yeah, I didn't really properly learn is the problem until I was about 17. (laughs) Oh. I know. Doug taught me, kind of. I think I sort of learned when I was little with my parents, but it didn't stick. It wasn't something that I carried on doing. And contrary to popular belief i don't think it's like riding a bike it's not like riding a bike no you no. really have to practice if you want you to, do. Be able to ride a bike yeah mm. and i haven't done it in ages and i'm i'm crap now yeah no bike i i uh i didn't ride between the ages of 15 and um 32 i think mm-hmm. and so i remember the first time getting on a bike then when i was in my 30s and being utterly terrified utterly yeah, terrified scary. yeah so but then scary. I used to commute to work but along a flat kind of like a canal path or something That's um, nice. and I got the most on that cycle to work scheme thing so this was about 10 years ago I got the most magnificent fold-up bike it was so beautiful it looked like um it wasn't a Brompton it was a 
um a dahon and it it looked like a dutch bike so it had that kind of sweeping that da- oh. so step over oh god it was gorgeous i got a basket for it and everything oh, i loved it see in loved my fantasy it. i would love to ride a little bike with a basket on the front oh, I, loved I, go. It. I needed a little puppy to pop in it and yeah um, or a baguette yes or both preferably <laughs> and some onions Oh, yeah, I loved. I absolutely loved it. But I moved from being in the centre of town, which is completely flat, to living on the side of Ben Nevis, i.e., Fairfield Park in Bath. And I, yeah. it, there's just after living here for five years, I sold the bike because I haven't been on it once, and it was like, what's well, yeah? Dogs is sitting, getting very dusty at the moment. Yeah. So we're similarly up a sort of huge incline, and it's yeah, it's I, I don't think oh, it's it would be awful. back up. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really know. I'm, I'm beginning to think I might start doing some, well, I've got, I'm going on holiday, but I'm mm. going to do, I'm going to do my boot. I'm, I told my boot camp instructor that I'm taking her on holiday because she does Zoom. And um, so it's she's. Boot camp stuff has all been okay. That's been fine. That's yeah. been fine. So she's going to come with me, but I also might do some classes and I am going to stick to my guns hole. And I'm, mm. when my friend sends me the yoga class that she does on a Wednesday, I'm going to forward it to you. She oh, sent me one. You. She sent me one. I think it was the end of last week and it looked brilliant. Oh, I, I need, cause that's what I need to be doing. Cause the mm. doctor initially said, and it's just all classic running behavior, isn't it? The doctor initially was like, don't run. That sounds like that would be a bit much at the moment. Do some yoga. Mm. And I was like, no, I'm going to do what I'd like to do. So Good I did yeah. a ball and I ran, but um, I do think that yoga would be a really good thing now that I'm not right in the throes of, because I didn't like the idea to start with because there's often breath work and stuff. Mm. I was like, I don't want an excuse to focus even more on my breathing and start panicking about the fact that it's never going to end. And I'm, yeah, it's also weird, isn't it? What a very strange brain I've got. But um, now that I don't feel so worried about that anymore at all, I think doing some yoga would be a really nice thing to do. But yeah and I I also think it well, it depends on the yoga and I do you know what I um I am so with you on that breathwork thing because um do you remember however many podcasts ago it was and I had a podcast with Linda from uh Ufos yeah and at the end of the podcast because she was all about kind of holistic kind of well-being and stuff and she's she was into breathwork and breathing techniques and things like that. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. So I I asked her to take me through a breathing technique, which was a kind of um, it was a way. What the, the the thing that sold it to me was it was a way of sort of basically meditating without having the word meditation in that. And she did talk about it as a kind of it it, it sort of centers you without if if you're someone that is slightly fearful of anything that has the word meditation or mindful in it which i am mm-hmm. and very skeptical lap it up i'm so easily oh man then you don't <laughs> need this breath so she she taught me this is a breath for people who are just massive annoying skeptics and it was um it's a box breath so it's all very obvious and you you, you yeah. breathe in for a, a count you you hold for a count you breathe out for a count and then you hold for a count she did it while counting to 10 i think and I couldn't do it. I pretended, I think, and this is a big fashion up on the podcast. I pretended that I was doing it, <laughs> but I couldn't actually pull my breath in for 10 yeah. seconds. I had to stop breathing in at like four. Um, and she did afterwards say, well, you might want to start on a kind of a smaller, you know, like three counts or four counts. Does or sound like a lot. I know. And lot. she was like, one, 
And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and it made me more anxious than mindful. Yes, because when your breathing is not quite right, you start to go, well, I should be able to breathe in for 10. Everybody else is breathing in for 10. And yeah, often that that. cause you to, yeah, that was exactly the place that I was in that I thought, oh, tell you what, I'll do a nice, yeah, online meditation, breathing thing. And very similarly, it just got me panicking more about the fact that I was like, well, I, I should, I clearly should be able to breathe in for six. Mm. And I'm not, I find that I, I gulp air in a little bit as well as my natural sort of breathing style a bit. Yeah. So I do tend to breathe in very quickly and then I can do the breathe. I can generally breathe out on the count, but, but not I'm not very end. good at breathing in on the count. Yeah. I get full too quickly, if that makes sense. Yes, it makes complete sense. And yeah. what I was going to say was that actually I f- personally find, and we, we are different and we have different anxiety things going on. Um, but I personally think maybe this will work for you too, that if I go for a yoga session, that's actually more energetic yeah faster moving that it works way better but yeah you're not focusing on it so much that often they start by getting you into a good pattern and then you have to spend the whole session thinking about it you just get on with it and yeah I I find it so much better I mean yeah when you're when you're doing like a faster yoga session that Mm. they that they that the yoga practitioner will will sort of um generally point out where you have to breathe in and where you have to you know when you have to inhale and when you have to exhale those those are the words I was trying to grab for and I would say nine times out of ten I do those the wrong way around and I I I never I in my head like even when I'm doing cat cows you know where you Mm -hmm. where you're on all fours and you have to raise your back and I do those pretty much three or four times a week um with my boot camp instructor and I always do it the wrong way around I can never in my head think oh yeah no it's exhale at this point yeah so but because they constantly talk it through as long as you're not worried about doing it the wrong way around and to be honest you know it's fine if you do it the wrong way around. Okay, as long as you're then, actually carrying on breathing and not turning blue exactly exactly you're winning yeah yeah so well, I was sent a really nice yoga thing it's all yoga with Adrienne I um, love her I love her too. Yeah. I just need to see more of her. So, um, so I just need to, yeah, I'll, s- I'll send you the link that I got, um, cool. uh, at the end of last week. I think it's, yeah, it's just a sort of general all body number. But what's nice is, so if I can send that to you, then I would like it if the week after for your homework, I'd like you to go through all the yoga with Adrienne videos and figure out which one you'd like to do next. Okay. And I don't care what, what part of the body uh it is like if it's like you know shoulders or mm-hmm. just a general sit around and stare at your toes one or whether it's a kind of get really really sweaty and I because like a one. yeah I like a sweaty one and she, and because all of them are all these kind of random lengths um ones I've been doing in the past have been like 17 minutes it's very difficult to say no to a 17 minute yoga it thing. really is it's, it's incredibly difficult to leave it halfway through because yeah you just feel like well, I can surely do 17 minutes of yoga yeah. 40 minute ones yeah that's a little bit more difficult like that's the length of an episode of Grey's Anatomy so it's a difficult <sighs> yeah difficult <pass> up. <laughs> you'd rather do in that instance yeah but, yeah exactly but I do need to to get better I at the beginning of lockdown I was really into yoga and I did the th- have you done the 30 day challenge that she does 
No, she does quite a few of those, I've she noticed. Does, and I loved the first one that I did because it was every day. I didn't do it every day. I definitely skipped days, but I stuck to the, the you know, day two, even mm. if it was officially for me day three or four or whatever. Yeah. Um, I stuck to the pattern. And that was great because they were um it was all it was all with the aim of getting you to do a flow at the end of the 30 days Mm. where you just did what you wanted to do you did what felt right and you did just 20 minutes or half an hour whatever it was of yoga along with her with some Mm. nice sort of you know musicy things going on in the background and and just being able to use the practice that you've done over the last 30 days to do things that you knew worked for your body kind of thing bit scary didn't love having to do that but it was you know she prepared you well for it yeah and each session it just threw in lots of different things that you wouldn't have often tried I did lots of things that I hadn't tried before like some quite difficult things like trying to sort of balance on your arms you know the prone oh, thing. did you manage to do it I managed it about 0.2 seconds oh my god that's more than I've head. ever done it well done I I do think I'm at a disadvantage because I've got a huge ass, so I've got a lot to lift. <laughs> but I did manage to do it for a little bit, and um, and then it also takes you through other sessions where some of them she starts by saying those glorious words of "Today you're going to need a blanket and a pillow." Oh, love. <laughs> so some of I really like it because some of them you find yourself upside down and profusely sweating or doing boat pose and things like that where you're just oh. your abs are just crying and screaming at you mm. but other days it was like super super relaxed and she oh, just nice. needs to know when to put those so you've done yeah. a few sessions where you've been a bit sweaty and you start to get a bit fed up with it and then the next session will be just a nice you know concentrate on relaxing your toes and your ankles and you're like that, that kind oh, of the thing. best kind that, yeah oh, I love that yeah <laughs> um, and so I, I really I yeah I really liked that and mm-hmm. of course there's some nice bits of Benji who always cheers me uh, up yeah yeah absolutely very lovely very yeah. lovely yeah so well, let's do that yeah let's do that. that yeah so um so it, for the moment I guess it's I have to stop running, but you can run whenever you damn well feel like it. Yeah, I will yeah. carry a torch for the next couple of weeks and yeah. let you guys know what I'm doing next time we chat. But yeah, yeah, but um, run if you want to and don't run if you don't want to. Yeah. But I think I think let's definitely um because I'll be doing it even when I'm on holiday. So let's try and definitely do that yoga and once a week. That's all. Just once a week. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, and I'll send you the link on, I'll send you the link after this, but if you can then send me a link of your preferred that you'd like to do next, and that can be in the next couple of days, or it can be next week or whatever. That's cool. all you have to do is just have a little look on Adrienne, find find the, the cutest Benji ones that yeah. there are, send me your fave, <laughs> and let's just do that. And then what I'll do is I will WhatsApp you when I've finished. Yeah. And okay, you WhatsApp me when you finish, and that will prod the other one in maybe we should also do it in our we've got a whatsapp group now which we are loving yeah Um, but it's me and esther and then kate who and now everybody knows who kate is which is lovely so she's in a group as well kate is a yoga instructor as i'm sure she she said in her podcast episode she is yeah um 
and that might be quite a good place to send them to each other as well because she knows what she's doing and she can say she does yeah, that's a good one maybe yeah, yeah maybe, maybe she hates adrienne do you think she hates adrienne i was gonna say maybe actually that's maybe she'll tell us off is that rubbish yeah. yeah, maybe we should be going to Kate's classes. <laughs> is, is it like you sending sending me some advice from another running magazine editor? I'd be like, what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe actually, maybe we should maybe we should just do our own thing, yeah. or we can ask Kate what she thinks we should be doing in terms of the sessions that. But I have been to a couple of Kate's classes before. Yeah, and she is. She's quite a hard taskmaster, but she is good. Is she great? Is she? They were they were good ones. Like I was sweating. Oh, good. Yeah, but it was also during the days of Zoom and being able to turn off your camera. So I did a few moments. I have to admit, Kate, apologies if you are listening. Where I turned (laughs) my camera off and I just kind of sat there for a bit. Bloody hell! (laughs) (laughs) It was a really sweaty one, but it was good. It was good. That is good. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I worry about the accountability thing because I have um, a new thing that my bootcamp instructor is now doing as well as, well as having uh, sessions at the times at which she does the session. So, for instance, this morning was at seven o'clock. Um, she will also, if you wish, record them and send them to you, which is what I asked for because I had a physio appointment this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so she sent that. She sent it to me. But because I'm not doing it live... And because she's not staring directly at me and checking out my form and stuff, there is the tendency to go, oh, you know what? I just, I'm not going to finish this set of burpees because it's just horrible and I'm not enjoying it. That's why I'm really enjoying being back at the odd fitness class. I've been going to, um, I'm trying to decide whether to get a gym membership again, but it is very Mm. expensive. And especially when you run um, as well. That like, Where do you go to the gym? Do you go to... The one I did the one bar pavilion one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The big leisure center one. Yeah. That's where. That's where I used to have a gym membership there, and I'd go to. It was just for the classes because mm. I don't like going to the slightly scary big room with all the big gym lads, muscly and, people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I know that I don't know how to do machines and weights and stuff properly and I, I don't want to embarrass myself so I like going to which shouldn't be the attitude that we have as women in life but I'll fight that one another day yeah um, so I was just going to the classes and they do loads like yoga um they do spinning which is really nice because I get to go cycling but there's no risk of you know driving into a puppy or something <laughs> so I can just stay stationary and and do that I, I really like the spinning one I like spinning yeah so fun mm. um and pilates and loads of cool stuff mm. i used to go to that but they've got rid of just the class pass as an option now oh. so i have to pay for the full thing where i wouldn't really be making the most of it unless i was going to the big main gym and doing the swimming and all of that stuff and i don't think i would use it enough because it's just nice to have the odd class yeah. like one week or something as a bit of cross training but running is still the main thing that I liked it's the only form of exercise I've really found that I actually quite like doing with the exception of maybe yoga I do mm. like yoga um but um yes yeah, so I'm not sure well, there's plenty of new gyms that have sprung up in town particularly over the last of 18 months I don't know mm. it's like they were kind of I think they were um, planning on on opening just before lockdown happened and then they were all crushed hugely, obviously, with, yeah. with COVID. Um, but I know that there are two, two or three new gyms in town, um, a good couple of yoga studios, 
Um, so I was I was going to investigate stuff like that because I need to be told what to do as well. So yeah, I um, like I like a slightly stern person. Looking absolutely. At me. Yeah, yeah. And going, being supportive and having supportive, a nice balance but, of, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you can go lower than that, Holly. That kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. Oh, I love it. It makes yeah. me feel like a. It makes me feel like a goddess. I yeah. go. Oh, I'm such a powerful woman. I can go lower than that. <laughs> Whereas on my own, I just end up sort of crumbling and going. Oh, yeah. that's a bit hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I probably just have a packet of crisps and just wash the rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So you can't do that in a gym class. And also, it's quite nice to have a slight element of social anxiety because I couldn't possibly leave and have everybody watch me walk out halfway <gasps> through. No, God, no. No, so you just no, have to battle on all, through, don't you? Oh, my God, I would want the ground to swallow me up. So, yeah, you have to battle on through however yeah you're feeling because exactly and and, and a packet yeah, of crisps during a class is is not not the dumb thing it is yeah. yeah i was once in a yoga class where the, i got frowned upon for this was not a nice yoga class mm. for drinking water what i had some water and the guy was like in real yoga classes people don't pause to have water oh my god yeah at which point you should have whipped out like a bag of chips or something <laughs> what yeah, about exactly. these is that all right yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god what about haribo <laughs> do yogis have haribo halfway through their sessions i reckon proper yogis do kate looks like someone who probably has a haribo or oh, two I bet she, kate has a haribo. she's I normal she she's, yeah, normal. she's normal yeah i, I mean i was it, funnily enough i was gonna comment on this earlier because we were talking about the breathing not being you know as long as you're not keeling over mm. i'm sure that that's a bit of a westernization or whatever of the whole idea of yoga but I do think that that's where I sit comfortably I like the idea of sports yoga and I'm doing it because I want to increase my strength and I do find it a mindful activity as well but that's why I don't care whether I'm supposed to have a sip of water halfway through or whether I'm supposed to be breathing in or out at that particular moment is that um, I think it just for me personally taking it and feeling good and doing what feels right for my body is is a nice practice rather than feeling like I have to do it like a sort of perfectly curly pretzel person yes yeah absolutely we've talked about that before and we've talked about the the like the, li- the limit of our yoga practice is the namaste at the end rather than yeah. learning all the specific terms for what it, yeah. it you know so downward dog that's fine but whatever that is in the kind of original no idea no idea um yeah i I think um, i think what's the one i was gonna say even with the namaste i do go namaste yeah but even even adrienne who 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 leaves all that kind of stuff to one side mostly will occasionally talk about bringing your hands to is it heart center Yes, I think um, so. But she's also talked about third eye. She which has is talked here. about third eyes. She has. <laughs> which always makes me giggle. because I, I just It imagine. makes me laugh as well. I don't of... think of an eye on my forehead. No. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm so sorry if we're searching <laughs> the whole name of it, but oh, I'm doing my God. best. Yeah, I think, I think maybe... The next podcast, we're going to have to open with a an apology to the yoga yeah. police for yeah to saying, people who actually study the yeah. practice of yoga for years and years and years and but that's why 
I'm going with the party line of it's sports yoga. I'm doing it for fitness and well-being and yes. I'm not really necessarily doing it for a spiritual connection and yeah. for chakras. <laughs> <laughs> not doing it for chakras. Not doing it for not in it for the chakras. But yeah. huge respect to people who do understand chakras. I've just I've tried to listen to my chakras before and I don't really know how to do it. Do they do they talk? Yeah, so we do a um at work we have a meditation session that Esther is not <laughs> particularly keen on attending. <laughs> but I've been to a few I'm times. Not. And oh it's whatever makes but if you're not gonna find meditation as we've discussed earlier, if you're not gonna find mm. it relaxing, then why what's the point? If I'm just gonna sit there with a with a face on, just going yeah. Don't ask me to relax. <laughs> yeah, stop asking me to relax, woman over Zoom yeah. who doesn't know what actually makes me relax. And that now I'm getting the impression that she might actually also be talking about chakras. Yeah, there have been talk I'm out of, of here. chakras. <laughs> yeah, there have been talk of chakras. And there was one session where we had to sort of imagine the different colours of glowing in the various areas that our chakras are supposed to be and I really really struggled with being able to do that I could not for the life of me imagine that my throat was green I don't think I've got that kind of a brain (laughs) I haven't got that kind of a brain and I'm very jealous of people who have but I couldn't do it and again it's zoom it's you get to turn your camera off that's good yeah, so I think I just ended up sipping my tea and having yeah. a little look on Instagram. Yeah, which is I, not the point of the meditation. I mean, absolutely. I do try and st- I I try really really hard to think always to myself. Essentially, horses for courses. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever works for you, that's that's fantastic. That's absolutely brilliant. But I do like to reserve the right to be massively scathing about those things in the privacy privacy of my own home. My own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> not particularly <laughs> private, is it? Oh, well, not mine. But, um, no, yeah, that I is, think it's fine. It's real, absolutely it's real not thought my thing. Today. It's, it's all real thought. I, th- I think yeah. the reason why I never did that thing with you, well, because <laughs> there were several, several reasons. But I think the thing that made me not want to do it was that I, I perceived it as being something where you could all see each other. You can't, which is nice, but I do completely know what you mean. I would not do it if I had to meditate in front of people that I work with. Mm. I think it's a really nice thing that some people feel comfortable doing that, but I'm Mm -hmm. completely with you that it's about how, it's very much about how you feel. And there might be things, like I said earlier, I am just hugely um, easily influenced by things. And Doug always jokes that I'm just the prime candidate for being absorbed into a cult or something <laughs> I love stuff like that I always get hooked on it but I, I am also quite skeptical about certain things and I've tried certain things and I know for myself that that didn't work or whatever mm. and so I like some of them some of them work brilliantly for me but some of them really don't and I think it's completely I wouldn't want to feel like because I was but it's such a personal thing and, mm. it, and it's with people that I work with that I had to sort of I would just be sort of one eye open going, do I look like I'm looking for my chakras? <laughs> yes, I would be the same. I do that in yoga as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I spend quite a lot of time looking at people around me in, yeah. when I do yoga, but that's mainly because I haven't got my glasses on, so I can't see the instructor. Oh, well, there you go then. But yeah, no, I, I look around in yoga. I look around with, with an eye slightly open because I just think I might have missed something or I might not understand what the, you know, 
you know, if they sort of say, "Oh, bring your heart, bring your hands to heart center," I'm, I, I do occasionally think, "Where is that? Yeah, where is that? Is that because like, here or here? Or I here? imagine it would be my, where my heart is, but then you Who know, knows? The third eye. Where's the third example. eye? Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, third but eye for a very basic, slightly skeptical person um and very british as well person i find that yoga to just make me feel relaxed and make me feel like i've done some exercise but it's such low pressure exercise isn't it there's no mm-hmm. kind of you know sometimes generally i prefer it but sometimes setting out on a run and going oh i've got to do six miles today or whatever is more daunting than it is rewarding if you're not in the right mood and yeah generally with yoga I don't ever feel that it's a relaxing thing to start doing and Mm -hmm. it it yeah is but I I know that I do approach it with the attitude of a basic bitch (laughs) (laughs) oh all hail the basic bitch oh my god she has fun she does she yeah. does and she <laughs> says yes to yoga if it's not full of namastes and yeah exactly yeah ridiculous well, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i like yeah. that i like that yeah yeah <laughs> I, I yeah i do yoga f- because of what it does for me which is um bendiness and feeling good oh the flexibility is so important isn't it we've talked mm. about it on the pod before i think we've talked about it on the pod before and then gone yeah so I think I said I'm gonna go away and do yoga every week now and here I am returning having done not a single yoga class since that conversation we have we've talked about yoga now for like 25 minutes and neither of us have done yoga for a month (laughs) (laughs) it's great I love it don't do it but love it But I'm going to because we're going to hold each other accountable, and I think it's a really good thing to do in terms of flexibility. Sure. And just in terms of practicality, I don't know how many people out, out there are still working from home all the time, but we are, and it I think is a really nice way to break up your lunch t- lunch break because yeah. I used to run on my lunch breaks. I now tend to run in the morning because I kept finding that I didn't actually go for a run because if you're leaving the house and having to shower and stuff, then it does actually involve a lot more time than you anticipate mm. but um but yoga like we were saying you can do a 15 20 minute session and you don't really have to shower unless you've done a mega smelly one you can chow later yeah. um, it's you know it's not too i can just move from my desk here to yeah like all there and it's I've, not, yeah exactly and i've done yeah. i've done um sort of less demanding ones or sort of back and shoulder ones i'm just wearing jeans yeah so, yeah i don't even have to get changed sometimes no. and then it's a, a really good excuse to force myself to have a lunch break because mm. in coming full circle to all the mental health stuff i think that we all need to be remembering that as things open up, we don't have to rush back into it all and not take things slowly anymore and not take breaks and not listen to our bodies. We need to be doing all of those things. And sometimes my body tells me that I need to take 20 minutes and do some exercise and I go, shut up. We haven't got time. And that's Mm. not the right thing to say to my body. I think think we can always find 20 minutes, can't we? And yeah, but, um, I won't like. I know this is going to sound overly formal. As soon as I thought of this sentence, I thought oh, that sounds really formal. But thank you for being so honest, Hall. 
that's okay. I, I, I'm a bit nervous about it, but I feel like in the, you know, we, we were talking honestly about mental health only a couple of weeks ago mm. and now I've got some actual content to share. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And I do feel like it's, um, it's helpful talking about that stuff, isn't it? It's, it is helpful and it, it yeah. Um, and I hope it's helpful for, for anyone that listens in that might have something potentially similar or oh yeah kind of on that spectrum time. or whatever but because um, I really struggled with feeling very I think everybody has this when they're suffering with something don't they that they feel mm. I am the only person in the history of human beings that has ever experienced this and no one will ever understand what's happening yeah and it's that's often really not the case and especially when you have something really weird like I did all mm. I could find were people on kind of forums talking about the fact that nobody knew what it was and they were never cured <laughs> Yeah, not ideal but to reassure anybody who is going through a crap time without trying to sound annoyingly patronizing Mm. that I was a I was a bloody mess wasn't I when I spoke to you when it was all it really in the throes of it and it's only two weeks later and I feel almost completely my normal self and I think these things maybe don't always necessarily go away forever but yeah they certainly become so so much more manageable to live with and you get through the other side and there's yeah light at the end of the tunnel which we did not run through that we should have run through yesterday yeah, uh, yeah good 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 segue yeah um, good segue back into our failures <laughs> no not, not failures not failure. decisions for our health that we good make. decisions good decisions yeah. oh you've been you've been I don't know. I, I'm, I've been overwhelmed by you, actually, Hall, because I think. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, well, I've couple... been overwhelmed. Sorry, I'm. Go- we're going to get it all. <laughs> I'm but going... I've been overwhelmed by you and how lovely and supportive and amazing you've been about all of it. Yeah, because oh, got... weird. I was thinking, wouldn't that be funny? Actually, if you turn around and <laughs> you'd be really shit. Did it on the podcast? Yeah, actually, it's been really to no, feeling. Yeah. <laughs> As the callous woman that Which you are. I actually am, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, well, no, I'm just, I'm, I've been overwhelmed by, like, yeah, because we did speak, you know, the day that you were going to go to the doctors and and you were just very, very sad. And I, I remember at the time that you were kind of clutching at straws in a way, like, because I'd fessed up to you that I'd been anxious and, yeah. you know, quite a lot and you were asking if I'd had the same symptoms as you and I was like no I haven't and mm-hmm. and I could see that that made you bad. more panicky you were just like oh, did make me more oh. Panicky. <laughs> but I'm glad that you I'm glad that you said that because I think I would have been more panicky if I thought that you were telling me that you had even though you hadn't and yeah. why 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 would she need to tell me that she had if she hadn't I'm mm. sure I would have anything would have made me panicky at that point but I'm glad that we've been able to be super honest about it Mm. and as two sometimes quite skeptical and yet very stiff up stiff upper lippy I've I've often pushed things down and pretended things aren't happening and gone ha everything's marvelous and I think the fact that we've been able to talk about all of this stuff and it's all been absolutely fine and nobody laughed or thought that I was crap does go to show that it's totally fine to say if you're feeling rubbish with your mental health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially I didn't laugh at you either, and we all just kind of went, "This is a thing that happens." Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, let's 
let's check in with us at the next time we do a pod. I mean, obviously before then, obviously, but mm-hmm. let's check in the next time we do a pod. It'd be interesting to kind of circle back and yeah. you know, see how we're both feeling sort of mentally as well as physically. I mean, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see where we are in a couple of weeks time, actually. Um, yeah. All of that. So um, yeah, definitely. And I yeah. will continue to run on your behalf. Thank so you. I'm afraid I won't be doing between 10 and 14 mile runs. Um, oh. oh. Afraid. Well, maybe, maybe it'll, maybe <laughs> my legs will carry me and I'll be, <laughs> but at the moment I'm doing between about 20 to 40 minutes of very gentle jogging. Perfect. Perfect. You but, run how you like, when you like, for as long as you like. Yeah, for sure. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And maybe yeah. next time I, we speak, I will have, um, yeah, become a elite athlete i don't know what i'm gonna say there really like well you know i can see it it'll happen you never know yeah you never know i always wonder with the elite athlete thing that maybe if we diversified into the lesser known sports that we might you know so exactly um, exactly maybe you'll see me in four years time on the podium for the steeplechase and i'll be there for crown green bowls or something Something, yeah yeah, darts or something yeah i'll go on you know, yeah, something maybe equestrian. Crazy golf. I reckon crazy that'd be quite good. <laughs> Tiddlywinks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd be quite good at that. I told you we had to talk about big things. Now, I know that you'll be really pleased to know that this podcast was recorded almost two weeks ago now. And that in that time, Holly has continued to look after herself and assures me that she is feeling better every day, thanks to all the tools she has at her disposal. If you're feeling any similar symptoms to Holly, please have a look at useful websites such as nhs.uk and mind.org.uk, both of which have lots of brilliant information, helpful practical advice and ideas on where to go if you need more support. This podcast was recorded over Zoom. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. Podcast listeners can claim the best discount we have for membership to Women's Running, which is 35% off. That's less than $2.95 a month. Just go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter WRPOD at the checkout for your discount. Happy running. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 